nice to see y'all. <laughs> y'all. Uh, it's a nice place, man. This is easily the nicest building for many miles in every direction. <laughs> no, I like it. Florida. <laughs> it's great. It's in America. It's warm. It is. I, uh, I like it. I always, I've come here for years to work, you know. And, um, I always rent a car when I go, when I travel, because I like to see where, I like to see places. And I like seeing, um, that's not appropriate. <laughs> And some of it is fun because you're driving around going, wow, cool. And some of it, you're driving around going, oh my god, Jesus. <laughs> Shit. That's awful. I got lost one time. Um, I was looking for something. I had a GPS. And I got, you know when you get lost with a GPS? It's a helpless feeling. <laughs> Your GPS will just take you to totally not the place where you were going. And with all this confidence, too. You have arrived. Yes, you have. Your destination. And you look at it, it's like, that's nuts. I was going to Home Depot, it's like a tree. So not where I was going. And GPS is like, as far as I know, I can't see, so. <laughs> but it's uh, nice here. I live in New York, and I live in a nice place. I never lived in a nice place before. It's kind of a big deal to me to move to a nice place. I always used to live in as shitty as possible a place. That's how you, it is in New York. You're like, you just gotta get a really shitty place. Um, and I grew up uh, uh, living in shitty houses. Uh, my mom did. I just lived in her. <laughs> it's so unfair the way kids are to their parents. When your, kid, when your parents are poor, you have no sympathy. It's like, mom, you suck. Right. 
miserable shit. <laughs> and one day I looked at the price, and it was the same as the salt of China. And I said, why do you buy them? And she said, because you, you don't like them. Because if I bought the salted kind, you'd eat them up. <laughs> you don't like these, so they last longer. <laughs> and when I realized, like, the, what principle was driving how my life was managed, I was like, God, that's so depressing. <laughs> This house is filled with the worst possible shit so that no one will want and then use it. Oh, that's so, so bleak. That's so bleak. Why don't you just shit in the fridge? That shot makes sense, go ahead. She's doing all right now. She's doing fine. I don't give her any money. She's doing fine. She's got a job. Sorry. But uh, and I'm doing better now. I make more money now, so I I, uh, I I work in casinos sometimes. And casinos, you just, it's just you just do it for the money. It's purely a money thing because casinos pay sick amounts of money. They just give you, it's a totally different economics thing. Here we figure out what you're going to pay, and then we rent the space, and then we figure out a formula, and then I make what's left. A casino, they just give you a shitload of money, and then they just give the tickets to just criminals. <laughs> it's a totally different economics. You know, you just watch every 10 seconds, someone's life is totally destroyed <laughs> by their own stupidity. It's 
said Flagstaff, Arizona. Holy shit. It said Flagstaff, Arizona. Holy shit. <laughs> Believe. The next part said, you don't even want to know where these bitches came from. Buses. <laughs> These are old ladies spending like five days on a bus. On a bus. <laughs> and they get out. Ah, yeah, I'm right here. And they just, everything they got, quarters, they just give it. They come from everywhere to give Donald Trump their quarters. It's so bizarre when you look at it. This man was obscenely wealthy, billions of dollars, and old poor people come from all over the country to give him more, whatever they have. Like, they, like he's an idol or a god. Or even, you know what I realized? It's like a charity. He's a beneficiary. They're helping him because he needs the money. He really needs it. Donald Trump needs that money. They don't. That's why they don't have any money and he has so much. They shit. Happiest women alive. They get paid $30 a month to be old ladies. They're so happy. Donald, you take it. Give me a quarter, you're a loser. He's so happy. billions of dollars, which means he feels himself worth negative billions of dollars. That's a massive personal deficit. <laughs> Alright, let me talk about something else. <laughs> I love old ladies. I always love old ladies. I love every old lady I ever met. <laughs> And they still, I haven't met them all, I mean, and they're still making more. <laughs> they're always making new old ladies. Every day. A new old lady is made. You know how they make an old lady? They destroy a young lady. <laughs> That's how you make old ladies. Young woman. <laughs> longer, but it's like making raisins. Delicious. I love grapes, I love raisins. Also raisins, put them in a box, shove them in a drawer for like months. Take them out, just just as good.
got a cloudy eye. <laughs> this long sweater and then her legs are just a nightmare. You know, just swirly green and black. Like, just legs that I saw a dude with no legs wheeling by and he was like, ugh.
she's like, why did he die? And I, I don't have time for anything but an honest explanation of it. Why did he die? Because who gives a shit? That's the reason he died. Because who gives a shit that he was alive? He didn't know his name was Smokey, and he didn't love you back.
talking to the doorman. And I'm watching him talking about me to the doorman. Like this. And then I see the doorman going, oh, that guy lives here. He's because I don't have to tell you anything ever. <laughs> Very cute, very young, kind of like ponytails, very kind of 
very Tennessee kind of girls, you know? Tennis, like tennis, not like Nashville. I mean, like tennis. Tennis, tennis, Say any of that. I was just standing there going, you tennis playing. <laughs> anyway, they were walking, uh, I was walking across the street and they were walking behind me, the two girls, and I was trying to walk slow enough to hear their conversation because I wanted to listen. Because they were attractive, that was really why. I wanted to hear them. I don't know what I would hear that would be any help to me. <laughs> Don't you wish the guy walking in front of us would just squeeze our tits for like one second? And then Anna Karenina 
know, shat on his chest and smeared it on his face. <laughs> Whoa! Toledo! That is a violent shift in tone. Highly unexpected ending. Yeah, tits. <laughs> tits. Love tits. And you always know a tit. You always know a tit. You know, like you ever been in a crowded place? You're smushed in with a bunch of people on a train at the airport or something. And somewhere behind you, you don't even see it. Your elbow touches the tape. You're like, that's a tit. I just touched it. Good 
right now. Like, it's, I don't think we need a lot more than we have. Would you really want to leave, like, would you really want to live, like, a, a lot longer? Like, if we could just keep extending it, I think we'd reach a point where, like, this is too long now. <laughs> like, if science kept charging ahead, then we'd all just say, this is living too long. I mean, everything in moderation, including being alive. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to be 250 years old. Do you really want to be at your 250th birthday party? And hey, brother, just shut up. Just shut up. I've had diarrhea 50,000 times in this century alone. <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> yeah, 45. Uh, I thought I'd be... I'm old for 45. I shouldn't be this old right now. There's stuff going on with me physically, especially, that I, it's, it's too early. Like, I'll be, I'll be watching TV or doing nothing. And all of a sudden I'll realize, I need to wipe my ass right now. <laughs> Once in a while, we go, ah. 
easily is putting on my socks. That's a nightmare. I just look at my socks on the bed and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it. I Anything. 
no, literally nothing. People try to tell you in groups that everyone has to come up here and get one of these and fill it out and take it to Vanessa. And everybody gets up, uh, and there's like a few guys like me, like, oh my God, I'm not doing it. <laughs> the same shit will happen if I don't do it. I don't want to, you know what, I don't want to get up because there's a whole thing that goes with getting up. I gotta, like, I gotta first decide, like, do I even want to keep being alive? Let's <laughs> start there. Getting out of this chair. And then, okay, and then I gotta start rocking to get momentum first. Like, I'm trying to get a Chevy out of a snowbank. <laughs> How 
education, it's just experience. A 55-year-old garbage man is a million times smarter than a 28-year-old triple PhD. Especially smarter than him, because this idiot's been thinking about three things for like 15 years. He's worthless. The garbage man, he'll tell you some shit. He's 55. He's been around. He used to go to Cape Cod in the summer. He saw a dead guy floating in the motel pool. He took a bus to Montreal. He got a hand job at a fair. From a miner. More history than you have. He saw Nixon resign on live television. I saw that. I saw the president. Me and those people clapped. We watched the president cry and then quit being the president. <laughs> Do you have any idea how fucked up that is? To be a living American during a moment like that? Today you're like, the president's kind of disappointing. Oh, really? Our president wept like an insane person. <laughs> Because you are. But it gets 
gets better because you all get older and you keep looking pretty much like this. And meanwhile, their options start running out really fast. And you can be the branch that she grabs before she hits the ground. circumstances to match your looks. <laughs> Just time. It's, there's a formula to this. Pussy plus time over income squared. trying to get a person is looking at ourselves and trying to fix it. You know, I want to, I don't want to be alone, so I'll look at me. And just look, we look in the mirror so much, no other animal does this. You can't make a dog look at itself in the mirror. You just like hold its head, look at you. Your target weight is not 
the smallest you've ever been. That's the worst possible attitude. Your target weight is where your nature takes you. That's how you find your target weight. You follow your nature. You know what your nature is? That's who you really are. Like if you see a pastry and you go, oh. <laughs> that sound, uh, that's you. That's who you really are. That's your nature. <laughs> if any food makes you go, uh, put it in your mouth. <laughs> I mean, if anything makes you go, uh, put it in your mouth. of shit you like. That's, that's nuts. It doesn't make any sense. You're here just to put shit in the hole. <laughs> Look at other stuff with these holes. Just, uh, that's what you're here for. Life is a very simple gift. You get a body with the holes in it and you put stuff in the holes. <laughs>
but women keep doing it's amazing. Yeah, sure. I don't know you. I know that you want to do really gross things to my body. Yeah, I'll go out with you alone at night. Wretched weather. 
and the air conditioning just broke. It just went <laughs> And so I opened the windows, and I'm laying in bed trying to sleep, and I'm sweating. I mean, it's, if it's 72 degrees, I'm sweating. And this is 95, and I'm laying there, and it's just pools of sweat forming like in seconds, and then cascading down the sides. It was like watching a, like a time-lapse film of the earth forming. <laughs> Sweating and, uh, and I'm all green. I looked like I was dying in Africa in 1642. <laughs> like I came there to bring them Jesus, and this is what I get. <laughs> I'm laying there, and and then I finally fall asleep. I fall into a deep sleep. I'm so sleeping, and then I get woken up by a terrible thing. It was this feeling that someone touched me like this three times. You ever have a weird thing that wakes you up like that? I just felt this, and I went, <laughs> and I'm laying there in the dark. I'm like, somebody's here. <laughs> you ever wake up in the middle of the night? You're like, there's someone in the room. <laughs> so what do you do? You lay perfectly still. <laughs> For some reason, those are the rules you decide. <laughs> as long as I don't move, they can't begin harming me yet. Instead of the opposite of that. <laughs> like there's somebody in your room with a knife, like, oh, I wish you would move so I could stab. <laughs> but the reason that you wake up like that is because you're stupid still. Because when you wake up scared, not your whole brain has woken up yet. Only your reptilian, just stupid body protector brain has woken up. Just something harm me and scary! <laughs> and then your rational brain wakes up like 30 seconds later, dude, what is your problem? Why are you awake? Why are you awake? Because the thing is scary in here to hurt me! <laughs> Look, it's 2012 when we live indoors. It's just stupid.
must have been walking around and they walked on me. It's like, oh shit, I just stepped on a guy, idiots. <laughs> I think that's the worst thing that ever happened to me. I really think so. Because I've never been that upset. Never. I've been through some shit. I've lost people to death. I went through a divorce. And nothing made me go, And uh, it's been great. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Being divorced is great. I don't mean that not being married is great. I mean that having been married and being divorced is the best part of my life. <laughs> best four years of my life. And I'm not saying don't get married. If you meet somebody, go ahead, fall in love and get married, and then get a divorce. Because that's <laughs> marriage is like a larva stage for true happiness. <laughs> it's so good. It's good for the whole family. We all love it. My wife and I, my ex-wife and I, we get along better than we ever did. Because now there's no point in doing anything but getting along. Because the divorce is forever. It really actually is. It's the only promise you can totally keep. Is we're done. Marriage is not forever. Marriage is for how long you can have it. But divorce just gets stronger like a piece of oak. <laughs> Nobody ever says my divorce is falling apart. I can't do it. <laughs> the kids are happier. They spend half the week with her, half the week with me. And I'm a good father. I'm an attentive and focused father. Because I get to say goodbye to these kids every week. <laughs> Every Wednesday, bye baby, my daddy loves you. I'm gonna go upstairs and pour whiskey all over my naked body right now. <laughs> lay in my own filth until, until 10 minutes before you come back. That's why I'm such a nice dad. <laughs> my kids went away in the summer, to summer camp. And uh, I, I had myself to myself for a month. No work and no kids. Since I was born, I haven't had a month where I didn't have to do anything. And I thought, geez, I could do anything I want. I could go somewhere. I could go to Turkey and just see what all that shit is. <laughs> I always wanted to do that, just fly to Turkey and just come out of the airport and go, okay, so what is all this shit? <laughs> see it. I could meet somebody. I could go to Rome and meet an Italian girl with a sweaty arms on a scooter. <laughs> I could go to India and taste a new kind of tea and meet a woman with a thing and then she shows me a thing they do with your legs. It's weird. <laughs> I, I could go to uh, just, I could go to Kentucky and fuck some girl in a bar. <laughs> I didn't do any of it, I just stayed home and I went within in a bad way. <laughs> I, just, I met some people in here that I shouldn't have met. And had kind of an apocalypse now hotel room kind of a time. <laughs> One day I decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to smoke some marijuana and see a 3D IMAX movie. <laughs> Which I really recommend. 
guys. I don't care what kind of person you are. If you've never smoked pot, if you're a mother of four, and you watch Oprah, and you go to church three times a week, smoke some pot and go see the three guy next week. because I had to get high and then get to the movie. <laughs> and when you're young, that's no big deal. You're 18, let's get, let's get wasted and go. <laughs> when you're 45, it's like, okay, where do I smoke the marijuana? <laughs> and how, what transportation shall I employ? <laughs> so I got high in my apartment because in New York City, there's no place to get high on the streets. There's no 1970s street corner with a barrel on fire and dudes with fingerless gloves So I smoked it in my apartment and then I walked to the theater which was a huge mistake since phones. Just <laughs> go like this. Because it's like a cloaking device. Nobody even looks at you. And you can talk. Without this on your face, you have to just account for yourself and make all kinds of blinking choices and stuff. <laughs> when you have this, you can talk without even calling anybody. You can just walk on the streets and go, oh, some I think I was just too high. It's just too much. <laughs> She could have just said, I'm going to put on music to take a scarf and run. It would have been the same. <laughs> but by the time they put in, it was a big deal to them. And every parent came to the show, and every parent just held their phone up and literally blocked their view of their child with their phone and missed the whole shit. Instead, they watch a shitty little version of it. <laughs>
two seconds of it, and then add like 20 minutes of just your naked
the Make-A-Wish Foundation. They give a beautiful experience to a kid who's going to die of a childhood disease. This, that's nothing but great. Of course. But maybe, maybe giving a beautiful memory to a kid who's going to be dead in a week is a waste of time. Thank <laughs> you. 